Hi, welcome to another episode of This Week with Drew for Thursday, June 6th. Thanks a lot for tuning in on today's episode. We got Luke P. acting like a Luke P. The end of James Holtzhauer. And shout out to my homies. Let's start the show. This Week with Drew coming at you from the downtown basement location. Parkdale, Toronto, I'm not Haitian. No, I'm white and a little bit matey. So you see, okay, <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, thanks a lot for tuning in. Welcome to the show. This week with Drew Thursday, June 6th. Thanks a lot for tuning in. Big shout out to my Patreons, John, Greg, Isaac, Joel, and Mike, holding it down, keeping the podcast afloat, um, paying for the bandwidth, bro. Shout out to you guys. Thank you guys very much. Um, without you guys, this podcast would cost me money, but you pay for it. So thank you. Um, <laughs> also, shout out to 118, Brothers Grimm, PG Calm, Street Demons, Babatunde, Marnus, Motherfucking beasts and all them motherfuckers, Armac and uh, Mick Jones, Gnomes, fucking Norman, and uh, Janie and Alicia and Janine. Thank you for watching the show. Uh, let's tell ya. How was my week? My week was friggin' good, bud. I had a show Friday night, last Friday, at, uh, at the Don Cherries in Bradford, Ontario. Uh, so real highlight, career highlight for me. And uh, <laughs> they got a sign there, Kawhi Eats Free, because all these places are trying to keep Kawhi Leonard. Like, all these places in Toronto and the GTA are like, like, because Kawhi's only on a one-year contract. So they're like, oh, yo, like, Kawhi Eats Free. Like, uh, some guy's like, yo, look, I'll give you this mansion to live in for free if you stay. But it's like, buddy, this is the Don Cherries in Bradford. You think the fucking potato skins at the Don Cherries in Bradford, Ontario, are going to be the deciding factor for Kawhi Leonard as to whether he stays in Toronto or leaves Toronto? He's like, well, yeah, I was going to go to the like the Lakers and play with Co- with uh, LeBron. I almost said Kobe there. <laughs> like it's like 1997. I'm going to go to the Lakers and play with LeBron for fucking a billion dollars. Or should I, you know, I can also get free potato skins at the fucking Don Cherries in Bradford, Ontario. <laughs> so whatever. But the show was sick, man. I Surprisingly, there's a showroom at the Don Cherries and it was packed full of baby boomers. And I just ripped on them for ruining the earth and draining the CPP and be, and the stress that they're going to put on our medical and uh, essentially the whole fucking operation in the next 10 to 15 years when they all start dropping from all the darts they've been hacking and cheese, the Canadian food guy that they were eating, which was heavily based on dairy and grains, which you're not really supposed to eat in abundance. So fuck y'all, baby boomers, man. You can suck my millennial dick. Thanks for ruining the fucking earth. I talked to my 12-year-old cousin. This girl is already, like, has the existential dread on the end of the world. Like, she's, like, doesn't even care about going to university because she's like, well, the world's going to end. So why the fuck would I even go to school? She's 12, man. So good for her. Good for you, India. Um, Yo, man. Uh, so this is the show. This is, you guys have been watching, man. We got to do this right now. Um, ah, fuck, man. Every week I fuck this up.
buddy. Rest in peace, James Holtzauer, man. Oh, hey, ho, ho. Let us say a prayer. Who is the greatest Jeopardy player of all time? Ah, fuck. I, I should <laughs> I should have said... This man is the greatest Jeopardy player of all time. Who is James Holtzauer? <laughs> this man amassed more winnings in 2032 victories than ever before. Who is James Holtzauer? <laughs> you do like a little buzz thing? Fucking Holtzauer, man. The streak, it had to come to an end. You know, all good things come to an end. Nobody... Nobody gets to win forever, but uh, Holtzauer, shockingly, um, a couple shocking things about this ep episode of Jeopardy, man. It got leaked. It was a Monday episode that got leaked. Um, so there was some news about it uh, there, uh, beforehand, and I was kind of pissed because if you see fucking James Holtzauer on the SundayCBC.ca, you know it's because he lost. The only reason this guy's now going to get in the news again is when he's done. Because people don't care about the fight. They're like, oh, this guy's winning a lot. Like, hey, fucking A. And then he'll just keep going and they tune out because that becomes the normal. And then as soon as he loses, now it's a story again. But man, this guy got beat fair and square, man. And I, you know me, a huge Jeopardy analyst. And here's exactly why he got beat. Number one, he, he only got one out of the three available daily doubles. And it, it was the first question that was asked. So he had no money to gamble with. It was a $1,000 clue. It was essentially a waste of a daily double. So there was only two left in double jeopardy, <clears throat> uh, which he didn't get. Emma, the contestant who had beaten him, snagged both of those double jeopardies. And knowing she was playing against Holtzauer because the other contestants just sit in the wings watching the games for them. They film them. It's like it's not like they go every day. Like they film three or four episodes a day, right? So she saw, she goes, okay, well, listen, I'm up against the greatest jeopardy player of all time. I got to throw it against the wall. She does a true daily double on her first Daily double, doubles up, boom. Now you're ahead of Holtzauer, which the lead, a lead that she held for the rest of the game. Next daily double, she hits. Uh, nerd choke only bets $3,000 because you're a fucking nerd and you don't got the cojones of James Holtzauer to throw your stack down when it's fucking necessary. However, she wins that one as well. Um, a few, uh, uh, this is contributing to James Howard Holtzauer's loss. He didn't nail any double jeopardies. The second contribution was the fucking guy in the middle, man, Jay. This guy, also a supremely talented Jeopardy player. He wasn't, uh, he, his, he didn't get a single question wrong. The entire crew only got one question wrong in the whole thing. It's, um, it's, it's unlikely that Holtzauer, like Holtzauer needs to have a one-on-one. A -on -one. If it's a if it's a two-on-one, then he's fucked. Because if you have another contestant just as good, this Jay snipe two or eight, maybe even three $2,000 clues. So he's fucked, man. From Jay being just as good uh, as both of them, and then Emma taking both of the double, uh, uh, daily doubles, Holtzauer didn't have enough money. He was in second place on Final Jeopardy. But here... Here is where my mind blows, is every final Jeopardy, this guy throws down, and this guy knows literature too, the category was Shakespeare. Unfortunately enough, Emma, I don't know if you knew this about Emma, she's a fucking librarian who majored in fucking English and Shakespeare literature and wrote a fucking thesis on Jeopardy in college. 
and the final Jeopardy clue is, and she's a librarian, and it's an, a literary clue, so guaranteed she's going to nail it. Holtzauer always bets full stack. Uh, this guy bets $13.99 out of his twenty-five grand, and then Emma, knowing she's up against Holtzauer, whole stack, twenty grand. She wins fucking like forty-something thousand, forty-three thousand dollars you know uh and he gets fucking beat fair and square so any of you fucking naysayers out there who are saying that he m- might have had like uh this was my first bet was my first thing was like this guy is a is like as is a Las Vegas gambler i can guarantee you this guy took a bet out on himself uh, uh after the fact that he wouldn't fucking <laughs> break the fucking <laughs> break the record Ken Jennings record and then so he puts his whole stack on that and then doubles down on the fucking, on the dive, bro. That's what I would do. That's some hood shit, bro. I don't know. Fuck. But anyways, rest in peace, James Holtzauer. I haven't watched Tuesday's episode um, or Wednesday's. I record this podcast on Thursday, on Wednesday, actually, sometimes. Bro. Oh. Uh, so I didn't watch. But I just want her to win now because, man, there's nothing, nothing worse than a champion getting toppled and then them just getting like you want to see someone take that crown and hold that for a little bit now. But I wonder now, is Jeopardy going to be changed? Are people just going to play the Holtzauer method or are they going to go back to running the category top to bottom? You just got to play whatever methods you're most comfortable with. I want to get on fucking Jeopardy. I feel like I'm good. at Like, I don't know stuff about like American politics or like geography, but I know lots about other stuff, you know, like fucking those clues i'm pretty good at jeopardy i like to think <laughs> fuck anyways rest in peace james holtzauer man if you fucking put, t- went out on a dive bro but that's the thing is they film they they finished filming these in like march and it's fucking june now so like he already knew i don't know man who knows Anyways, he'll be back. The Jeopardy keeps people around for the All-Star Tournament, and he's, ar- no question, the greatest player who's ever played a Jeopardy. Um, he's fucking, he's like Dick Fosbury, man, the Fosbury flop. So, rest in peace, James Holtzauer. Um, I fucking love you. You autistic, uber, nerd, degenerate, gambling fuck. You coke teeth licking, shitty joke making, Metallica writing your name, motherfucker. Moment of silence for James Holtzauer. All Max Isoflex protein powder. Do you got a fucking tiny dick and a big arm? Well, this is for you. It's chocolate. It's fucking protein. The hydration ratio iron filtered whey protein isolate cross flow ultra filtered whey protein isolate ion charged particle filtered whey protein isolate alpha lactam rich whey protein protein enzyme blend protease bromelain. Uh, Isoflex. Okay, let's talk about, let's move on here. We got, uh, you, know, you know what we got? We got Hot Bachelor Takes. Buddy, Luke P. Acting like a Luke P. Throwing knees when you're down on the ground and then lying about it, buddy. This is what I don't understand about Luke P. And any of these other crazies that play the game of Bachelor or Bachelorette, the show is coming out, bro. There's cameras everywhere. If you say you're going to go 
I, I talk to Hannah and say that you were wrong about what you said about Luke S and that you are uh, uh, possibly were in a, you know, you could say I was just fucking, I'm a little mad, I'm sorry. I said some shit about Luke S. I didn't really mean it. He's here for the right reasons. I've spoken with him again. That's all you had to say, Luke P. This is what happens when you're born with a jawline like that. It fucks you up, bro. Luke P looks like a guy at your high school who has to be told to relax at the at a party, at a house party. <laughs> like Luke P is the guy who who punched a hole in your drywall in, at your house when you had a party in high school when your parents were gone. <laughs> Because someone, because uh, another dude was talking to his girlfriend. <laughs> That's who Luke P is. Luke P is a guy at the bar who's getting kicked out. <laughs> Luke P is a guy at the bar who says who says stuff like this, like, "I am chill, bro. This guy's fucked." <laughs> That's what Luke P is, man. But you can't be born with a jawline like that and expect to just fucking be a normal person. So whatever, man. I'm looking forward to the to the climactic uh, <laughs> exchange between Luke P and Luke S, moderated by Hannah B next week. Really great. Really great stuff. Um, okay, that's my hot bachelorette takes that I just do for Instagram because the girls like it and they don't actually watch the podcast, but they watch the Instagram. Fuck. Uh, Bachelorette, James uh, Holtower. Oh, yeah, we got to do uh, fucking, uh, you guys hear that? Oh, you hear that? Time for big news with Drew. Uh, this was a story coming out of Canada, uh, the National Post. I think that's our newspaper. Uh, this You might have even seen this headline. The headline is... Dodgeball isn't just problematic, it's an unethical tool of oppression. <laughs> Says fucking a bunch of fat fucking nerds who got worked in dodgeball their whole lives. <laughs> the moral problem is that dodgeball encourages students to aggressively single others out for dominance and enjoy that dominance as a victory. Well, you're fucking goddamn right that is, man. That's what dodgeball's about. That's what life's about, dude. I'm sorry to tell you, but when you get out here in the real world, there is a million long, hard cocks trying to fuck you in every pore that you got. So if you could take a ball to the face in the third grade and learn to get up and fucking maybe try to throw one back, you're going to be better suited for reality when you got to wade your way into those waters. Fucking dodgeball. And you know what I love about this article is they just use a fucking dodgeball, like the movie Dodgeball. Like the <laughs> Globo Gym. It's not, that's not... I don't know. And then thousands of academics are gathering in Vancouver for the annual Congress of Humanities and Social Sciences. So, you know, a noble profession, uh, for sure. But uh, the whole article goes on to be like, yeah, we're fucking... <laughs> it reinforces the fucking properties of oppression, the five faces of oppression. Man, that's the thing is oppression, dodgeball. Like when I think of oppression, I like we just had the 30th anniversary of Tiananmen Square where a bunch of fucking uh, like thousands of young Chinese students were, were protesting for weeks um, in search of, of, of democracy. And the Chinese government, this is fucking 30 years ago only. 
the Chinese government came in with uh, uh, tens of thousands of troops and just started murdering people until they left. Until it was quite clear that this was never going to happen again. And that's fucking oppression, okay? When you, as a student or a person who is seeking a democratic revolution, are unable to participate in a fucking protest and demonstrate your free speech that should be a human right and you just get murked and i heard that they got farmers they wouldn't pick city or they wouldn't pick army guys who were fucking from the city because they knew that they wouldn't shoot to kill and these guys's orders were shoot to kill so they got a bunch of like rural army guys who were from the farm and stuff who had no problem slaughtering livestock isn't that fucked up yo because they knew if they sent in like young soldiers like you gonna just gun down a fucking university student fuck no that is oppression. Dodgeball is a fucking game where nerds get balls thrown at them by jocks. But guess what? Nerds, you take a couple balls in the face, okay? Now, well, later on, you get to... F- you get, get Jocks don't win after high school, man. They fucking sell cars, okay? Nerds fucking are engineers and make money. Or fucking software developers or coders. Or fucking architects, man. Nerds fucking make money, okay? Jocks sell cars because they have no other fucking skills. So don't fucking worry about it. It's not a tool of oppression. And I'm spiteful that these nerds have come up, these old nerds that are still fucking reeling from the damage that Luke P. inflicted upon them. (laughs) Look at these fucking, it all comes full circle, eh? All right. Okay, anyways, fuck nerds, fuck you. Thanks a lot for listening to the podcast. And I will, the song should be playing now. And uh, I will plug after the song because only true people who really want to fucking listen. Check out the Patreon, bro. Support the show. Five bucks a month, $4.99 a month, man. Helps pay for the fucking bandwidth. And if we get enough people, I might be able to just fucking buy a second camera. You know, stack a little bit of dough. If we can make 50 bucks a month over 10 months, I can fucking, this time next year, have another camera. Then we got the shwink second view. Hey. Oh, do we want a camera up there? Whoa, let's get another one. But, uh, yeah, thanks a lot for tuning in. Patreon, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, social media. Yeah, follow me. Follow me. For my very self-esteem depends upon it. <laughs>